going on, everybody? It's Lloyd Knows here with the Healthy Music Diet Podcast, where we expand your music palette one track at a time. And I'm back. Everyone probably thought I was ghost. But I'm back from the dead, like Chief Keef always says. Great mixtape, by the way. And that laughing in the back, in the background, we have a special guest today. I always, oh, yes, philo- I always go by this philosophy. Be good. Be good to yourself and be good to good people. And I had to come back out and show love to good people. And today, we're going right back to the UK. You know, and we have my guy, Daniel Keenan. Keenan, what's good? I'm good, man. How are you been? I'm what doing been well. Up to? I'm doing well. I mean, well. we talked a bit about it before, but yeah, how are you in general? Yeah, I'm doing well. Just been busy, but I'm really glad that we're able to connect. And now this is giving me that motivation to get back into creating. So I'm definitely happy. Everything happens for a reason. So now oh yeah, definitely. I mean, to be fair, with the podcast before, you're like you were working crazy on that, and it, it really shows. Like it's a really, you know, really great thing you've got going. Yeah. For just one man, <laughs> just one person. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Must be difficult. Hell yeah. Facts. Definitely. But everybody, we we have a special treat. If you follow me on Instagram at Lloyd Knows Podcast, you would definitely have seen my posts at the date of. Let's see. What date is it? April 16th, 2021, I put out a post, and if you saw on the bottom right for the images, you would see Daniel's new oh, yes. project. We got a new project, baby. Let's go. Yeah, that was that was the artwork, I believe. Yes, it's called. Well, I believe I did say. <laughs> it's called Memory Lanes, not one lane, multiple lanes. Yeah, multiple. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah. Glad you noticed that, Lloyd. Definitely. I was like, I was definitely oh, should I? Put, put an extra S just to give it a bit of an edgier feel, like extra layer. I was like, okay, why, why not? Fact, Let's go for it. Attention to detail, great one. I I would always be like, okay. Oh, I, I always thought at first, oh, it's memory lane, but no, it's memory lane. So, like, all right. so what was the backstory behind naming your project memory lane? Well, so this has been like an EP in the back burner for like ages, like the songs, because COVID is all quite it's taken a while to get it together so it's gone through like three names at first it was the first one which was big bad adulthood which ended up being a song name i thought it's just it's a bit too lame for an ep name i felt like and then and then i had inner child for a bit but then with the artwork it just looked a bit weird it just looked a bit weird having that so i was like okay maybe not my girlfriend pointed out to me as well she was like okay maybe <laughs> maybe don't call it that and uh now with, with uh, this one I guess with the music in general, um, it was a lot of just sort of looking back to different influences of mine throughout you know the last few years, and especially with COVID and everything, there's just been a lot of time to reflect on like you know good good times, good things, you know good good points of reference and that sort of thing. And when you're you know making music, you know indoors and not really having anything else to do, it can be quite difficult to find those sort of reference points. So. Memory Lanes was sort of just a note to the fact that all of those five songs are just different points in time, different sort of memory standpoints, and they all just sort of have different just little bits of genres, little bits and pieces. I mean, all of my shit kind of sounds the same, but <laughs> they've all got like little little nods to just favourite acts of mine and that sort of thing. More of a tribute, nostalgic tribute, I guess. That's sort of the thinking, I think. 
But yeah, back to the tracks. You said it sounds the same, but I would disagree. Big Ooh. Bad Adulthood. That one was giving me darker vibes. I'm like, okay, I definitely want to know what was the mindset of the creation of your first um, song on the project. Yeah, it was. It did turn out a bit more uh, depressing than, yeah. than I, I expected. Like little. Pink. I had like the. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, 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 definitely. I'm glad you kind of picked up on that. No, um, well, I had like the guitar line for quite a while, and I knew I wanted to have some sort of like quite modern production. And there was a producer I've been in touch with for a bit called Orange Bloom. He did a remix on the song Sainsbury's Girl, and he's uh just does a lot of rap music at the moment. You can follow him, everyone. Instagram Orange Bloom is a really good guy and really good beats. Yeah, I was just chatting to him and. He liked that demo out of a few that I had sort of. I was like, you know, which one do you want sort of thing. And then just as we were producing it, most of the lyrics hadn't been written by that point. So the lyric writing compared to the other songs was definitely later on. And I guess at the time it was like probably like January, February, that sort of time. So it was quite recent. Um, and I was just sort of looking back on the last few months. Um, I don't quite know how it's in your particular state in America, but in the UK, we've been on a quite strict lockdown since October. And I guess in that time, not much really changed dramatically or that sort of thing. You know, it was just a lot of like, you know, just working, just chilling in the evening, working, chilling in the evening, and just trying to find inspiration. And it wasn't necessarily like a, dark time it was just more like you know stagnant that sort of thing yeah and it's sort of i feel like my transition into like the adult world uh, after university and stuff I, it sort of matched up with this covid thing kind of a bit too in line and uh yeah i guess the pandemic's just giving me a good time to just reflect on things, i guess and that that's sort of how that came out being as uh Sad, <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess, as it is. But I wanted it at the beginning, so you know, it gets happy. Oh, yeah, definitely. You go through a, a range of emotions because I heard it. I'm like, okay, caught me off. All right, mm. and then you had that guitar um part later towards the end. I'm like, all right, okay. And, and is that the part that you're talking about that you had? Yeah, so I had um. It was a very different song I had originally. Like it had just like a simple like just four four beat, and it didn't really, just didn't really sound that special, I guess. I, and um, uh, the producer I worked with Orangeman, he just really sort of transformed it into like with the chorus, the swaying beat, and the sort of you know the build up at the end of the song, and you know all of those bits started. A lot of the character of the song came with working with it, and um, yeah, yeah, I guess at that point. I think working with someone else definitely helped me access that sort of um, that sort of mindset a bit, and it's something I definitely want to experiment a lot more with in the future because it's something very sort of modern. Whereas I'm, I guess, guess sometimes a bit too eighties. I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And which song was your favorite to record on the project? Um, well, they're all quite different, sort of periods of time I mean a couple of them were recorded before Covid so yeah quite a while ago now um, I get I guess the last one let, Let's Buy a Farm because um, that one I hadn't recorded or wrote anything in like six months or something and this was like August and just me and my partner went in when restrictions had lifted for 
very brief moment for like <laughs> about a couple of months it felt like yeah. and um, yeah it just really gave me confidence to just put the EP back together and it was just really happy vibes the whole time most of the video that I released a couple of weeks ago is just sort of me just knocking about in the studio just just acting like a bit of an idiot and just having a smile basically and yeah it was really good times I guess yeah definitely because I did like let's uh, buy a farm like the guitar in it mm, ah, song. Mm. it was really good really yeah, good you like I had that from like five years ago that guitar bit oh really yeah I just I, I had it at the time I had nothing else and I was just sort of like it sounded a bit too Arctic Monkeys at that time like I don't know fluorescent adolescent oh I don't yeah know. That, I love that song yeah, yeah the, it sounded way too similar to that at that point and I was like okay maybe not but then I had that beat and then it sort of just felt it just felt a bit more better yeah I'm glad you I'm glad you liked it <laughs> yeah and Another one was I can't change. I can't change. Oh yeah, how'd you feel that about that one? It was cool. I w Let's buy a farm and uh, big. What is it called? Um, big bad adult. Yeah, big bad um, adult. That was those two were the ones that stuck out the most to me because then you had uh, what lose lose you. I think we discussed that a bit on the last time yeah. we were chatting. I think that was yeah the first single. Yeah, because like I remember I listening to it. I'm like. Yo, I remember talking about this last year, and then I checked again, and it was a 2020 track. So I'm like, okay, you brought in, because I think you brought in three singles, and then you added two other songs. Yeah, now doing. Yeah, basically, yeah, this sort of thing. Um, I was just sort of going to release them standalone last year, but they all sort of narratively talk about similar things, and I thought it might as well. I haven't released an EP in like a year or two. I need to get off my backside and just put something together I guess yes definitely and is there music videos for any of the new songs on the project uh, so there will be something for Big Bad Adulthood at some point like a little lyric video um, that will be sort of a bit later down the line once I've sort of released the EP and uh, these little sort of postcard things uh, I'm releasing for free like you get like the, the EP on a QR code and just a unique uh, compliment to whoever gets it so okay. i'm doing we're gonna trial that and see how that works out but um yeah so there'll be a vid there'll be a video a uh, month or so down the line month or two months down the line and then hopefully new music very very soon i've got some i've got like five to ten new songs or something yeah, like that yeah, that i want to start releasing yeah we definitely need an album coming out so. mm. Because I wanted, you, oh, yeah. I wanted you to give insight. Because I'm always curious. Because when I was listening to Big Bad, um, Adulthood, you had like the visualizer, like you had a video on the Spotify. So how? Oh did, yeah. Because so, I thought that was the music video that you that was attached to it. That is a that is a clip from it. Yeah, I just sort of put uh, something from my camera. I'm gonna put a canvas for the rest of them. Uh, it's just the, the format, like the ratio size of it. I'm, I'm not best at editing, so <laughs> it's just really, it's just really hard to get the actual format. Of it. I mean, you probably know much more about all that stuff than me. <laughs> and you, a Final Cut Pro, you're like a master. Yeah, definitely. But um, what? So quarantine is still like heavy, like the restrictions, or is it going to start? They're starting to lift in the last like month. That's why I thought, you know, get the EP out because it's a bit summery and that sort of thing. And it sort of felt like the right moment, I guess. But yeah, they're gonna, I mean, 
bars and pubs are open and that sort of thing, they're thinking of opening clubs in July, which I'm a bit sorry. I don't quite know how that's going to happen, but I apparently that's going to happen. Apparently we're going to be completely back to normal by August, but I, I don't know. <laughs> they've, been, they've said that quite a few times now. So have you thought about doing any live performances? Yeah. Um, my busking crew, now that the restrictions are lifted, we're going to start um, doing some rehearsals soon. Uh, start performing in Canterbury, maybe do some live streams here and again. Uh, maybe not anything like venues just yet, just because I'm a bit skeptical about how younger people are sort of transferring this virus and that sort of thing. And I'm, I, like, I love gigging, but I think the busking will be enough for the time being. I feel like that, you know, it's a bit more safe. But when things are like properly over, over, then I'm up for going for every venue that will, will take me, basically. Yeah, because you can do Twitch too, like streaming. Yeah, no, I've been looking at that to be fair. Um, yeah. I think just with the other social media apps, like it'll, it'll just sort of bog down in my head and I can like get round to it. But I, on Reddit, they do a lot of like streaming platforms. And I've been, I'm going to try a few of them. And uh, there's a few IG live accounts that agreed to doing a few sets for me. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, Twitch, I don't really know where to begin. I don't like, I mean, obviously, like I could just film myself, but. I don't really know how to reach out to people on it. Like the algorithm is just something I'm yet to even begin to learn. Yeah, definitely. It could be tough, like every type of platform. Because I remember, I think I made a post like uh, like months ago that Twitch is now putting more emphasis on music. So now they have like a whole music live um, artist category. So now you can interact with musicians. Because I know T-Pain and a couple other, Kenny Beats, a producer, they're big on Twitch. Yeah, Kenny Beats is really big on Twitch. Like uh, my co-host of the podcast, with, he watches him all the time on there. I think. Yeah. He's a good producer. He, he kind of breaks down a lot of the songs. And stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like him. Whenever I see it on YouTube, like different segment clips. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, very talented. But uh, yeah, I haven't really given it a proper proper go yet. I definitely want to. I definitely want to try it. I definitely. So I love performing live in any sort of sense so yeah it's definitely something i want to give a go just just time just finding the time yeah and would your friend who made the remix for sansburg's girls um yeah is he gonna do a a remix for big bad adulthood because i could hear a remix coming on it i'm like okay if your friend well, if, who made it i can see him doing that because he he produced he helped produce the uh original one so yeah he's uh yeah i could see him definitely doing something what are you thinking how do you hear it sound? Um, cause it's giving me more dark vibes, so he can like in a sense mm. like distort it and add in a little bit more effects to it. Cause the ambiance of like the mood of the track is yeah. good, but then you can add a little bit more subtle things to it, and it will oh, yeah, definitely, definitely um, give, give it a bit it, more atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, give it another. Taste. I see that. I've been working on a bit of like dance music and stuff at the moment. Like, if you like, I have recently like downloaded Ableton, so I'm just, you know, screwing around with all the effects and, you know, making beats and stuff on there. And it is like, yeah, I might get into remixing and stuff because it's quite a lot of fun. I mean, even me and my partner, Charlotte, we were talking about maybe doing some DJ sets or something at some point. Yeah, definitely do that. But you, but um, Instagram Live, they might shut you down. Oh really? Yeah, because my boy during quarantine last year when it first started, he he's a DJ also, so he's been DJing like crazy, getting getting it lit, 
and then all of a sudden his um streams would just automatically just shut off it would just say okay that's it, ridiculous what because of the music or yeah something copyright, like that. copyright oh my god yeah that's unfair because facebook is really big for stuff like that like i saw so many djs over over covid but i, I think those bigger name djs have like an agreement because what is it like a dmca now like on twitch oh okay yeah like if you play any music that's copyrighted they're flagging your account oh my god yeah so i guess that's good for original songwriters but at the same time it's like you know just covers are they do they get deleted or is it so, just remixes I think if you just play like if you play a Drake song in your stream, you're gonna is gonna mute out that that portion, and I think you might get a strike against your account. You just speaking about Drake. I saw this really funny video the other day of like someone like trying to order off of Drake's tab or something in a bar oh, really? or something like just yeah, just because he's next to him, he's like this little skinny like boy or whatever, and he's just like. Oh hey yeah, I'll get this drink and this drink and yeah, put it on his tab, put it on his tab over there. And he's like, he's like pointing at Drake and like Drake is just like really, <laughs> really angry. He just goes over to him and like pushes his phone and he starts shouting and stuff. It's quite, quite funny. I mean, I'd hate it <laughs> if that happened to me, but it's still funny. Facts. Yeah, that's really ballsy. I'll give him, I'll give him that. <laughs> that is <laughs> Drake. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So what you've been uh, listening to recently anyway? We didn't actually uh, chat about that. What I've been listening this. to? Hmm. I've been listening to a, a bunch of stuff. I would definitely say the last two weeks of the new music releases on Spotify have been hmm. lackluster. Like this week, Young Thug, he released his um, new project with Slime Language 2. That was like the biggest name, but there hasn't been... Like, okay, like the top tiers might drop like one project, one person out of like the top tier streaming artists might mm-hmm. drop a project, but then everyone else in the second and third tier, um, they haven't been bringing in, in my opinion, the work that's really cool. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's not as good. I'm like, eh. Like, yeah, you can have the one big name, but then when you're trying to go through the whole playlist, I'm like, eh, it's all right. But I've been listening to a lot of um, Samba. I've been getting into a lot of- Oh, music. really? Yeah, I've been getting more into that. I'll send you some songs, but I've been getting into that. Yeah, yeah, send me some stuff. I'm, to be fair, over over it as well. I've just been trying to expand my music palette just wherever way. Just okay. anything. I know. This is why I, I want to get back into it, because I have a bunch of music, different artists, um, a bunch of different um, stuff I've been listening to. A lot of... I've been getting more into house music again. Uh, oh, yeah, no. House is a big thing over COVID as well. Just because I briefly tried to work out a bit more from the beginning of lockdown i think everyone did a little bit but yeah yeah no, it was good as well because just getting into like yeah stuff like you say like house music like you know drum and bass sort of thing and then and then when it comes to like hip-hop i've been listening to a lot a lot of um uk artists more oh really so, who's yeah. your faves um i love heady heady one that's one of my oh favorite. yeah yeah aj he's quite good i like aj um who else? I think his name is like Locky or Lasky, some other UK artist. Yeah, I think I, I think know what you're about. Yeah, so I've been. Yeah, Hedy and AJ are pretty good. And then there's like a couple other ones. They got singles that I like. Maybe not their whole discography, mm. but I'm like, all right, they slap. Like it slap. Like I love the UK. And then I've been listening still to my like Nigerian Afro beats or Altai Cruz music from Nigeria, but 
my two favorite like artists I listen to from there, they haven't been putting out music in the longest. So I've been craving and they just keep putting snippets on their page. And I'm just like, bro, oh. can you please make the video? And then someone drop something, man. Yeah, just yeah. too many snippets and it's just been killing it. And surprisingly, I made a YouTube, my first ever YouTube video. That's my most viewed video on my channel. <laughs> yeah, which is the funniest part. <laughs> a, a couple the thousand. thing is the thing is is like i just feel like there's hardly been anything recently like the last few months like i mean i just check like the you know the whatever's new in the charts or whatever like i just to see what what's going on and yeah. sort of thing there's montero by Lil Nas X that was okay i guess and then there was like i think there was that bruno mars and anderson pack song that was like really really good yeah. that was like surprising after now i can't even really Cause I have a theory. I think they're waiting for the, especially in the U.S., for the restrictions to be fully open, so they can tour mm. again. Because there were certain artists who dropped really good projects last year that if mm. that if it wasn't because of COVID, they that song would have took off. Because certain songs are meant for the clubs or like the bars, but since they can't go out, it's not having that effect. Mm, yeah, it is really sort of affecting how. I mean, to be fair, even in the charts, like in the UK, like we'll listen to it like a little bit, like go through top 40 or whatever. And, you know, most of them are like club sort of songs. And I'm like, well, I'm not this, you know, <laughs> I can't, you know, I just, it makes you just want to go rather than anything else. Like mm -hmm. you can't. Yeah. And too, um, from a couple posts I'd be making on my page on, on Instagram, they talk about a lot of news on artists selling their their um works a lot of them a lot of big name imagine dragons who else a couple older i think bob dylan he sold his discography all so i don't know if they're down bad that they're selling all of their like masters and publishing but it's mm. kind of crazy but like they'll get an upfront like 100 million dollar check for their whole product like their whole discography music catalog but well there was that um Taylor Swift album that came out the other day which was just like a completely re-recorded of a first first really big album yeah uh, but just herself so she can actually own the masters yeah or and that's why it's just like LeBron, um, very long but yeah I guess if it gets you I guess it makes sense I suppose yeah because Scooter um Scooter Braun her old manager I think mm. who owns like the rights to her songs he sold her catalog again for like a billion yeah, it sounds like a not very nice person. See, I don't like the music industry signing is just from the research I've been doing. It's it's worth it if you know what you want to do with it. If you're just trying to get mm. on and just say, okay, this is the end all be all. I don't think it's in your best interest. But if you know where you want the machine, because to get a number one record in the, yeah. in the world or country, you need the music label because those number one singles are bought a lot of them are bought from how much marketing is done to get a number one number one track oh yeah definitely there's no chance of like some random song that isn't got any promo facts. getting into those charts yeah because like when little Nas x dropped well old town road it was getting traction but then when he gave the rights away and signed to a label they just literally threw fire on yeah. it and it just blew up yeah, yeah it went absolutely crazy mm -hmm. and um was even with a song recently, Montero, like a lot of that sort of, you know, 
the huge sort of appeal of their track has been through like the ways it's been publicized and marketed yeah. and you know it's re- really it's really well done but um yeah so as you say like all the top songs are all just sort of bought in a sense yeah definitely because and even like with little nas x i don't know i don't think his music is doing as well or is not getting the return for the investment like okay it might hit number five but it needs to be number one so they can recoup their money from how much money they mm. put into the track because no you're definitely because like in my opinion he's like the six nine he's like another six nine rapper that is controversy that boosts his music it's not all oh, the music is going to speak for itself like it's always yeah it's hard you need the music to actually be quite substantive yeah for people to stick about unfortunately mm-hmm. yeah which is difficult with rap as well because a lot of it is about that really quick appeal of like you know just what you're saying or how you come across or that sort of thing yeah because it's called like i like call it um fast food music you just digest mm. the rap music within a week you're on to the next big thing which is mm. crazy because they were put in maybe a year or two and then it's literally consumed in a week and then it's yeah the definitely week. compared to like back in the early like thousands like two thousands people would have a, a project and it'll last for like six months you're listening mm, you're definitely. having the cd and you're like streaming listening to it for months but now it's all because i don't know i think social media the internet made everyone's attention span so finite to the point where you're on to the next thing your attention span you can't focus mm. oh yeah definitely like especially over covid as well it's just really hard to like especially with music trying to focus you know when most of most of what you do is just on social media it's really hard to not get distracted by some other social media distraction yeah it's not it's not good i'm looking forward to being able to go outside more oh yeah definitely <laughs> did you get uh vaccinated no so in the in the uk it's been i think almost half of the country have had their first dose but they're going by age so if i were to get one it would be around july or august i think but i'm not really i haven't really thought about it too much because i don't really know if that's actually gonna if it's actually gonna reach me just yet like because there's all the people that've got to get their second dose and everything like that so i really know i think it just depends i think it just depends on um what is it called I don't know, because in the U.S., a lot of people are ready now. Like, I got my first dose, so. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I'm getting my next one in the next, like, three weeks. Oh, fair. No, you, you saw it. Did you get called up for it? Or? Yeah, for, like, the age group, April 1st was people in their 20s, like, 20s to, like, 29. Oh, fair. How many, do you know how many vaccines they've done in America? Because, like, obviously, with Biden now, it's probably taking a bit of a different direction. I don't know. I think they're doing like a million vaccinations a day. Really? Yeah. So like they're ramping it up. That's pretty good. Yeah. All microchipped up. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. 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 That is, yeah. It must be fun having Bill Gates in there. I know. Mm, yeah. Definitely. Bill Gates. I just don't really know what. I mean. He's, he's the owner of Microsoft, like, he can, he can track you if he wants, like, you know, it's, he doesn't need to put a microchip. Oh, yeah, facts. Like, like, Zuckerberg, he knows your whole, because supposedly Facebook knows when you go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, it knows. It ha- I mean, it knows all sorts of, like, 
character points about you and like what might trigger you and you know what might prompt you to just click on a certain article and that sort of thing I know all that stuff yeah I just try I try and keep out of scrolling as much as I can because it, it can just be a bit long and then you just see some news article and it will just annoy you <laughs> and it's just then an hour's gone I, I know yeah, that's why I put no notifications on most That's good. Social media to have a social media fast. Yeah, because how's that? How's that going? Oh, it's going well. I've been seeing uh, productivity going up a lot. Because if it's not really changing, like helping me get to what I'm working towards, then is a waste of time. For the yeah. most part, yeah. So I just want to optimize my time because I already been using up a lot of time <laughs> already. So. I already chilled, had my fun as much, so I'd rather now do whatever I have to do to get to where where I'm working towards. You know, so it, it no, helps a lot. Definitely, you can think better. I would say, and you realize it's not as important. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, unless you're I mean, doing, huh? Yeah. Oh, what were you saying? No, no, no you. I was gonna go on some other point. What were you saying? No, yeah, because I was just saying that um, it just depends on. If you're using it to market or have a message, then it's worth it for like you music and then I'm doing like the podcast. Like it's worth it because you're marketing something, you're bringing value to it, like the platform and yeah. to like use it. But if you're not bringing any value, then it's, it's pointless to be really using it. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I try and like, I'm trying to like not use it that much, but it is very difficult when. You just sort of indoors there's not really like too much to do i mean i'm trying to like commit to as things you know the restrictions are finally now lowering in the uk i'm trying to like you know use more productive ways to spend my time and just you know use my phone a lot even if it is just for music that sort of thing like you know promote stuff when it comes out and that sort of thing but don't be checking stats and stuff every day or, or anything like that it's just it's just not there's no point really you're not going to get that time back exactly and i really think social media isn't going to last for like the next 10 15 years once, you think you think it will be gone or some it will morph into something else because what well, a lot of people especially women have depression it's spiked mm. ever oh, since yeah. like social media started and there's a lot of um like fake lifestyles and people portraying mm. things and i don't know i don't think that it's a it morphed into something more than, than mm. what it should be or what it was intended for. So like Facebook, it started off with just your friends to connect and now you're having followers. And now, yeah, because people probably wouldn't even follow Jesus. He only had 12 followers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that's true. That, that is a good, that's a really, that's a really good way of summarizing, up, summarizing it up. You know, I'm worried more just about where it's gonna go to be honest i mean did you see that um that video that elon musk uploaded with a monkey not as mine basically they've got a monkey to control the video game pong with its own mind mm -hmm. which is like kind of insane that you know people can control things with their mind and i'm like what how is this going to affect social media if like, it's not going anywhere positive surely oh yeah because I'm, I'm like oh is that with his neural link his yeah, company. it's with the neuro, yeah, okay. something to do with that, yeah. Yeah, because I think some company, I think Elon or someone else said they think phones aren't going to be physical in like the next 10 years. 
Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna change. I mean, people are very accustomed to having something in their hands, so maybe it will just change into something else. But I, yeah, I definitely think, you know, with the Google Glasses and everything like that, I'm surprised it hasn't already happened. But there will be probably at some point just a screen you see in front of yourself, and that's about it, really, which is yeah. not fun <laughs> to think about. Thanks. And what could we be expecting from you in the coming months? So. I've been keeping up with my podcast like monthly, so I've been doing a bit of that, which has been kind of just nice in between music projects I can have uh, coming out. So a few quite cool interviews we've got lined up. Um, you want to give a, a shout tr- out? Huh? You want to give a shout out to the name? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, the Late Night Local. I run it with my co-host Angus. Uh, it's on Spotify uh, pretty much exclusively at the moment. But um, yeah, it's just us chatting to musicians worldwide it's a similar thing to what you do Lloyd and um, yeah. I mean we have a few songs here and there on it and I guess it's a bit more like radio okay. format than uh, what you what you sort of do where you sort of have extended long interviews because we originally had it on a radio station yeah. because of COVID had to take it uh, to the podcast but yeah got that going on um, I'm going to try and get a new single out for um, sometime in the summer um, I'm just waiting to hear back from um, someone I'm going to be working on it with. But maybe some new videos for this, uh, this EP I've got out uh, today. Um, well, when we're record- recording this today, it's the day <laughs> it's come out. Yeah. And um, I don't know, we'll have to see. I mean, I did a, did a kid's book last year and I'm thinking about doing another one. I'm just sort of, you know, just thinking about what it might be about and this sort of thing. But... Yeah, uh, probably music-wise, nothing for a little bit. But when I come back, I plan for there to be quite a bit. So it'll be hopefully worth the wait. Yeah, we hope so. Whoever's anxiously waiting, but I don't know. You got it. And where can we all find you? Hmm. So, sorry, I'm just like drinking Coke like while you're (laughs) giving. So you can find me at that... uh, Daniel Keen underscore UK on Instagram and Twitter, and then just Daniel Keen UK on Facebook, uh, YouTube. Just look up Daniel Keen Music, and you'll find my music as well as one of Lloyd's previous interviews, which actually has done really well with the SEO algorithm and is like right at the top. Oh, so that's awesome. that's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I get just look up Daniel Keen. Uh, yeah, just see what happens. You'll probably find me, I guess, or. Uh, danielkeen.co.uk any any of those really uh, I guess check out I Can't Change I Can't Change which is all like one word because it's very very pretentious <laughs> try that and uh, yeah just see what you think from there really. that's all I'd say okay awesome yo you know a thought just came to mind you could make fisherman beanies with I Can't Change I Can't Change on it oh really yeah, yeah that, would, that, that would be great yeah some merch yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm trying to get like some little badges and little things like that. I'm trying to keep merch like cheap at the moment just because, you know, I'm not like, you know, a hugely established artist or anything like that. So I can't just be like, oh, here's some clothes <laughs> for like 20 quid. Buy, buy my stuff. That would be a bit too much. But yeah, trying out a few things here and there. But um, yeah, it's just, just sort of see what happens, really. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think badges would do all right, but it's hard to know what people would buy that has my name on it <laughs> or anything. Yeah. It's hard to, hard to know, really. Yeah. 
I'm not like the best at like thinking of stuff like merch and that sort of thing. Okay. Well, it was great having the convo, Dan. And, oh yeah, it was really great talking to you. And thanks for everyone tuning in to the Healthy Music Diet Podcast, where we expand your music palette one track at a time. I'm Lloyd Knows, and this was Dan. Daniel, this was me. And we're we're glad for you to tune in. On to next time. On to the next time. See ya.